Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Susanna Constantine, and this is my wardrobe malfunction, the place where we start talking about our relationship with clothes and end up talking about pretty much everything else. These episodes were recorded during lockdown, where we were still battling with the technology, so apologies for the crackles. You can also find them as video versions on our website at mywardmail.com. We're still doing our pyjama party, where you tell me all about your own clothing disasters. Email us at help at mywardmail.com to share your pain. And please subscribe, give us a five-star review, and follow us at mywardmail on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Right, on to our seventh new episode, recorded in May 2020, it's with entrepreneur, investor and my favourite dragon by far, Deborah Meaden. I loved her. I think you'll agree, she's a million miles away from her fearsome TV persona. So, let's grab the handles, open my wardrobe doors and find out what's inside. the iconic businesswoman and dragon from the den. How are you doing? That is quite a build-up. Good, <laughs> Deborah. I'm doing good, actually. actually my cat's just arrived. He's, he's just jumped over the um, he's just up over the fence. I don't know. It's because I'm wearing a leopard skin. Scarf. You look stunning, by the way. How are you dealing with your hair? It looks like you've got no grey, no rootage. Ah, oh, well, I am blonde, so there's one. Yeah. There's white, but it doesn't show. If I go against a light back, listen, I learned everything I know from you, Susanna. If I go against the light background, you can't see it. <laughs> Look at me, fatal error. I should be listening to my own advice. We met how many years ago was it? One and only time, didn't we? It yeah. was. Gosh. It was about 15 years ago, do you th- no, 13 years ago. About years 13 ago. years ago. It's my early days on Dragon's Den, I think. Yeah, so exactly. 12, 13 years ago, yeah. Crazy. It was very, uh, I remember I had to get up really, really early in the morning. I remember, I always remember early morning starts. I am rubbish in the morning. So yeah. I'm surprised. I would have thought you'd be good in the morning. Rubbish. Do you know, it's funny. People kind of think when you're in business, you get up and get to the early bird catching the worm. I have never... I don't get up until about half past eight, nine o'clock. And then I wander around the garden with a cup of tea and I never have an important call or business meeting for 11 o'clock because I am rubbish. You know what? I I totally get you because I I used to be a morning person and now I'm like you. I like to, I just like that start the day where it's my space, my time and everyone else can just piss off. Right, yeah. frankly. <laughs> it's that, that kind of, you know, when you're in your morning bubble, it takes a while to get free from that. I get, I actually, I'm better. If I get that time, I'm better. I know I'm better at my job if I get that time. So I'm yeah. absolutely, you know, adamant about it. Yeah. So, Deborah, um, you used to be, when you were an in house fashion model, <laughs> were you like, were you kind of like have the clothes fitted on you? No, so it was uh, it was uh, it was a 
fashion label called Icor and Brasilia. And so uh, people, buyers would come in yeah. and I would wear the clothes to show how they moved and how they worked. Um, but I had to be, the advert said you needed to be five foot eight or five foot nine. I'm five foot two. Yeah. Um, so uh, that didn't, I, I got to work there, but I, it didn't, yeah. the modeling. That's there. something that we have in common because I did the same. I, try, I, I tried my hand at modeling and the only job I got was for skull shoes and foot treatment. Oh. And my feet were used for before the skull treatment and someone else's feet were used for oh. after. I was going to say that's very flattering. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only paid job I got modelling. And then I worked for um, various designers. And like you, I was like the in-house model and I was made to put on the clothes and wander around. And I hated it. I was so self-conscious. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I'm only five, but you're much taller than me. So, I, you know, they just, I just didn't, you know. They clearly weren't selling enough clothes, so they replaced me with somebody else, put me, in the, uh, put me behind the desk. And then from there, did you bring, you brought Stefanel? Was it Stefanel that you brought yeah. over from Italy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the first franchises ever. Yeah, so, I mean, literally, they had a shop in, um, Stefanel had a shop on the corner of, um, it was in Knightsbridge, it was near Harrods, anyway, on the corner. Okay. And I just wandered in and said, you know, how about it? And I sent a because you loved clothes or you saw it as a business opportunity? Um... Both. I'd seen, I'd been, I'd lived in Italy for a year and I'd seen Stefanel over there and I thought, and Benetton was huge already, you know, and I just thought, okay, this is, actually I thought it was Benetton, but better, just a little yeah. bit more unique, a little bit um, different. So, uh, yeah, so, so both. I did, yeah, I did, I, I did love clothes. I still, I mean, I love clothes. I can't be bothered, but I love clothes. Yeah, that's, I, I, so I hear you, but because on Dragon's Den, you have to wear the same sodding suit every for every show. Don't you find that annoying? No, it's easy. <laughs> it's lovely. I don't have to make a decision. I just turn up every morning, sit in the chair. They do put on my face, you know, do my hair. So do you do you have more than one of those suits? Yes. Yeah. So I'll have uh, well, only two because we've got the fantastic Billy. Um, who looks after our wardrobe? So he's Billy really was on Strictly, wasn't he? he? Was Billy, yeah, that's Billy. Billy, that Billy, isn't he wonderful? Oh, he's old school, amazing, isn't he? Yeah. So theatrical and camp and adorable. I love him. And he looks after our clothes on Dragon's Den. So you know, you can imagine it's all really, you know, it's wonderfully looked after. So I, I usually have two, maybe three, if I've got a very delicate um, material. Yeah. And why did did you choose the red? Um, first red, yeah, yeah. I'm like, so in the early days, I didn't know I was allowed to choose. I've never been on television. Um, yeah. I didn't know I was allowed to choose. My cat is about to wander in front of the camera. That's all right. It all, um, goes, it all goes on here. Uh, I had no idea. So, so I kind, I went along with it. I don't know why, because I don't go along with anything in life, but I did go along with it. <laughs> I thought they knew better. Um, and then I thought, actually, you know what? That's not me. So I now choose, I choose my own clothes. Yeah. My, my own clothes. But I don't really choose, it's funny, I don't really choose colours. You know, I don't really think, oh, this year I'm going to wear. Mm. I just see something and think. Although it is true, when you look, you kind of, we have to look right as a set of dragons. So it wouldn't look right if we were both wearing yeah. red or, you know, so, so we do bear that in mind. But I just wear what I... Because red, I like the red. 
I love, like, it's one of my favourite colours, red, and I love that kind of proper pillar box red. But it's also, if you look at um, teams, so let's say Man Manchester United, not so much at the moment, but, um, you know, their strip is red, and red is a winning colour. It's a very powerful colour. So if you found, have you ever used your clothes as armour to protect yourself? No. You just actually I'm a little bit I I I, uh, I as soon as I was able to not bother you know because actually there are times in your life when you kind of there's kind of you there's an acceptable when you're at a certain level in a business there's acceptable yeah. things that you wear and you kind of mustn't stand out too much and you mustn't you know so but as soon as I thought I don't really care anymore the only thing I quite like doing is is surprising people you know I don't I like surprising people that keeps um, you in control that oh keeps really yeah surprising yeah. people then they don't know where they stand do they so there's always even if it's just about how you're going to appear it's actually that's probably true yes yeah, slightly off guard maybe maybe I'm not if that wasn't a conscious decision I do quite like a you weren't expecting that were you no but I don't believe you don't care, Deborah. I mean, I look at you now, and you've been you've been out horse riding, um, and you've put on a fabulous kind of papal purple and a, uh, that wonderful scarf. You you must have cared enough to put that on for this. Okay, here we go. That's my riding jotties. <laughs> the bit that sticks <laughs> on the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> Jane, horse, I can smell you from here. <laughs> I've got to tell you, this this top is the top. Whenever you see me wearing this, this is the top. That's oh, watch, oh, I'll just put that on and I'll put the scarf on. Yeah, yeah but we're both in purple, aren't we? Yes, you look like that's lovely. That's a lovely color. I love that color. This is this is a Uniqlo best. You know, it's cashmere. Yes, lovely. Uniqlo, so lovely. they have the best um, colors. But Deborah, do you um do you have? I mean, do you? I think probably I know the answer to this. But do you feel frustrated that women have to care more about what they wear in the workplace than men? And men could just sort of, you know, sling on a suit. We well, see. I think men do care a lot about what they how they look in the workplace. And funnily enough, I think they have a pretty tough job because they all look the same, but they're all trying to find this way of being a little bit different or standing out or wearing the right things. So I think they actually care quite a lot. Yeah. Um, so I think it's almost easier for a woman because she can actually dress as herself, you know, within, as I was saying earlier, you know, I think it's less so now, but mm. certainly in the days I was coming through business, you know, there was, you wore certain things. Um, uh, it's much more relaxed now, but I, but that kind of, I personally would find it more restricting to have to live within this very narrow confine of what you can and you can't wear. And men live in that most of the time. Yeah, I, I do envy the, you don't have to think about what shoes or tights or jewellery, because it is, there are less items that men can resort to, which simplifies the process. It does, but don't you think they're a little bit envious of the fact that we get to choose those things? My husband gets really excited over what black tie he's got, you know, and he looks at me with absolute envy <laughs> because he's like, oh, all I can do is change the colour of my tie. <laughs> it's just, yeah. <laughs> actually, he's, he's, he really loves his clothes. You know, that's that's really so nice. Them. I mean, you should see my husband. I wish he was here. He's literally, he's sitting at his desk. He's got holes in his um 
in his sweater, you can smell him before you go in there because he's been out in the woods. So you can, the sort of waft comes through, holes everywhere. I mean, he's disgusting. He's just like feral. But again, there is that vanity, which I kind of, I applaud. And it's kind of quite tender, I think, male vanity. Yeah, he's, I mean, Paul has always, to be honest, I think he take, probably takes longer than me to get ready. You know, he's, he's, always, he's got more um, body washes and shampoos on his shower than I, you see I'm going like this, because I mean, literally he's got rows of them. Uh, way more, than, I just go in and grab the nearest one. It's usually cedar wood and something's whatever he smells of. Um, so no, he, he's always, he's always taking a lot of care of just although he, I mean, he works in the garden, he's in the vegetable garden, so it's not like he's manicured and won't get his hands dirty. He just he likes at the end of the day. That's so nice. But does he, does he ever, does he influence on what you wear? Does he kind of say, well, I like that, or does he notice? <laughs> um, he doesn't, no, he doesn't, really, he doesn't, he never proffers a comment. Um, Is that because he, he's, he's learnt that um, it's best not to? Well, yeah, but I don't, I don't really ask either because I don't, I don't know. I don't, um, <laughs> it's probably because he's learned if ever I have asked him that I've said, thank you very much. And I'll carry on with what I was doing. You know, it's it, there's probably no point. I don't you know. Pay no I mean, you pay no attention. So if he said, oh, I like that one better. Would you think, okay, well maybe he's got a point and. No, no. I, he wouldn't say that. The yeah. only thing, if he ever said to me that's not good I wouldn't wear it because okay. for him to yeah. proper that for any comment it means that it's extreme you know yeah. or you know I, I might I might put <laughs> I'm, I'm famous for looking okay at the front and then turning around and walking out and thinking you, are you, you know that's going on at the back <laughs> I think you and I are sartorially separated at birth because I I am so like you I kind of basically I don't give a shit um, and I hate to have to worry about clothes. I hate, I hate being put in a position where you do have to worry about clothes. Is that the same with you? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, there's times when I love getting dressed up, and it's, but most of the time, and I do like to look nice, but most of the time, I've got other stuff to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I won't put that much time in. I won't just won't. It just isn't high enough on my priority yeah. list to put the time and the effort into, you know. I, my mother is amazing. Really? She's, she's 84. She gets up, even now, even in lockdown, she gets up every day, full makeup, jewellery, mm. necklace, everything. I, she must look at me and wonder, how did I spawn this child? <laughs> <laughs> how did that happen? She is absolutely awesome. And I look at her with absolute respect and admiration mm. But I couldn't do it and I don't want to do it. But I think it comes from, I think that sentiment comes from a level of confidence, self-confidence, because, you know, people who do worry too much about their appearance are, in most cases, deeply insecure. I think you have to have balls to really genuinely not worry too much, which I think yeah. you do, clearly yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> clearly don't. <laughs> Why, thank you, Susanna. <laughs> It was going so well. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, but do you find, because you and me have, um, I suppose you don't really, I mean, do, you, do your boobs get in the way? My boobs get in the way. I, I just feel I can't ever look sort of fashionable or hip or cool if I wanted to, because my boobs get in the way, because they're just, they, with menopause, they're just getting bigger and bigger all the time. And also, the, I don't know whether it's a natural selection, but um, all of the style of clothes that I like require flat chests. My sister has no exactly. She looks fantastic. She puts everything on. Well, we'll go. I never shop. If she ever asked me to go shopping with her, she'll put stuff on. She looks fantastic in absolutely everything. I'm fed yeah. up with saying, yeah, that's no, brilliant. Buy it. Buy them all. Amazing. Yeah. But I just, exactly as you say, I just change the shape of stuff. You know, yeah. it just doesn't look the same. So yeah. maybe that's why partially you look, I lost interest. Maybe it was just... But I'm, I'm, you know. Yeah, but there's a difference between losing interest and giving up. <laughs> yes. you, you know, you haven't given up. But it's like if you say that, you, you think, okay, there's a part of you that goes, well, I can't wear that. I can't wear that. So what's the point? And that's giving up. Yeah. Whereas I think you've found, and, 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 you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but you've, you've found your silhouette. And yeah. you, you seem to, from what I've seen, always veer towards tailoring which enhances your womanly shape yeah yeah that's right yeah that's true um when I first started Dragon's Den I did have a stylist because yeah you know to go from a world outside of tv and then go on to tv I'm sorry nobody has that wardrobe nobody you know my wardrobe in everyday life wasn't one that was was quite for my new life um, and she was very good because she made me try different things. But I do think it's fair to say that I, I probably don't try new stuff anymore because I I found the stuff that works. Yeah. But then you love, it seems, looking at you now, you seem to love texture and colour. Do you experiment with that? Yes, I do. And that's probably because I'm blonde and actually, my you know, I'm not a striking person, uh, and 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 there isn't a lot of colour in me. So I think I probably quite like adding that colour. You know, yeah. I think that I feel I can feel washed out if I'm just yeah. not wearing colour. So it's not a, it's a, about a question of trying not to look like death warmed up as opposed <laughs> to standing out because you're you know fashionable and fabulous. Yeah, no, I just yeah, I just I need yeah. Colour. I mean, don't you think that? The best compliment you can get is, oh, my goodness, you look so well. Yes, yes, because that, 
He said, that's what you want. That's what I want to do. I don't want my clothes to look amazing. <laughs> I just want people that you look really well. You know. As long as they don't mean you've clearly been eating too much. Because that they when people say you look really well, they mean that too. Or <laughs> yes. you look well. <laughs> that's not the same. <laughs> Oh, do you have a, like a sort of com- a clothing comfort blanket of some kind, or is it, um, you know, a briefcase or a, a beautiful pen or no comfort blanket? No, no, no. I so um, I never carry a briefcase. I always have one nice handbag, quite small, because I get terrible neck tension. I'm not going to put anything ever on my shoulders. It's, you know, a small bag um, has virtually nothing in it. it has the wallet. But you've still it's got to hold those memories up, which is what I have. So I get marks from... That's... That's, I, pain. Yeah, I, that's why... That's it. That's that's mm-hmm. why I get the terrible. So don't carry briefcases. Um, the only thing I do... So I don't have a safety blanket at all. Mm. Um what I do use a lot is scarves, you know, so I will, I, and I often, I, I, I always find a use for a scarf, you know, if I'm traveling, it might be because I've got to be culturally sensitive. I might, there might be, a, or it's colder than I thought, or it's, or this, you know, the sun's come out and I don't want to get, you know, I, I always, I like to have a scarf with me. I always feel like, well, I've got a scarf, I'll warm and I'll be appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally, I, I hear your scarf is, it covers a multitude of sins and it, it just adds something so I think you're quite right okay so and scarf that's good and it's a cheeky way or it's an easy way of looking like you've bothered yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like now oh look look look, look, look. <laughs> make it look like I've actually can be asked but the fact I'm wearing my jumpers and everything else and then um you must have had some have you had any clothing pitches from people Oh, yes. No, in fact, I invested. I've invested in a fashion business. Called oh, really? Hope Which one? Yeah. They're called Hope and Ivy. A um, couple of fantastic girls. She's a designer. Uh, well, uh, Sarah's a designer and Beth. Well, they're both, both used to work for ASOS. So they're, they, you know, really well connected, really smart. Okay. Um, and just lovely, easy to wear, very much a spring collection, so lots of lovely embroideries and Ooh, um, look them up. I'm so beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Oh, lovely maternity. The maternity range is really lovely. Well, we're not going to be needing that, Deborah. No, no. no. But and actually, then, we might what, do with a menopausal tummy. Oh. <laughs> right, but, but yeah, but we're not going to call it the menopause range. I think the maternity no. range is slightly. That's so hope and ivy. That sounds fabulous. I'm going to look them lovely. up. Yeah. How brilliant. Deborah, have you had any kind of weird and wonderful clothing pictures? I've had some not very good clothing pictures. Actually, this last series, we had um, a couple of really well-presented girls in a really, you know, they were clearly smart and they, they had a clothing range that was for um, women going through the menopause to keep themselves nice and cool. Uh, and so the thinking, you know, I thought, and so they, apparently it was this amazing fabric. What you look like sacks, and she literally stood there and said, "You know." So I designed them and sort of swept her hand down, and you could see all five dragons thinking. Well, actually, Tuka said it, but it's awful. <laughs> it 
Sarah. You know, I've, I've, I watched that. I mean, we are obsessed with Dragon's Den. We watch it and watch it here. And I remember that one. And it was like, yeah, they were. They were sex. And, and you're so right when you said, <laughs> this has been designed. <laughs> what the is going on here? But, um, yeah, it's a difficult thing to invent. I mean, fashion is notoriously difficult to um and you know make money from okay so now have you deborah meaden mistress of the corporate world ever had a wardrobe malfunction oh in the corporate world oh no anywhere anywhere have you had oh yeah oh absolutely oh, okay. oh. <laughs> yeah so in my desire to be different <laughs> when i was younger um i i Bought myself, well, saying it, you'll you'll imagine them. Um, some pink satin harem pants. How old were you? Nineteen. Okay. Still should have known better. No. I still should have known better. Okay. Um, and even at the time, you know, when you're buying something and you're buying them because you think that they're going to be, you know, that's going to be, oh, that's their do. I've never seen those. Before. The reason yeah. I've never seen them is nobody will wear them. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen those before, <laughs> so I bought them and I wore them. Oh my, once, <laughs> once, and I was getting a lot of looks, and I realised it wasn't for the right reason, so I never yeah. wore them again. Okay, but has anything ever let you down? So has anything broken? You know, you got your heel caught in your hair, or anything? No, only on uh, on Strictly. Only on Strictly. What happened? And that was that was um, heel in the hem of the skirt. And it was on a, it was on a, it was on a lift. And as I was coming down, I thought I can't get my, I can't get my other leg down. Um, and it just went through the, went through the dress. So I, I ended up. Did you enjoy Strictly? You know what? I loved everything, everything about it, apart from the dancing. Oh, <laughs> that's a bit of an issue. It was a bit of an issue. And I, you know, I, I really, genuinely, I loved the people. I thought all the pros, the pro dancers were some of the nicest people I've ever met and, and um, so caring, all of them to everybody. And it was a great production, but yeah, I, I, I just froze. I just froze. Yeah, and I, I, yeah. you know, I, I couldn't, I was like, a, a, you know, the sort of love child of a gorilla and an ironing board. Oh, That's true. <laughs> really, trust me. Trust me. I'm going to watch yours. I'm going to go back and watch yours now because I bet you were quite good. I'm hearing you that you got a lift. I never got a lift. I think poor Anton probably couldn't lift me up. Yeah, well, I got a little lift, but yeah. Yeah, a little whoop. Um, so, Deborah, what, I mean, how did you find Strictly? Because that, yeah, I, I'm interested. How did you find Strictly? I absolutely loved it. I had that I was as terrified as I've ever been. And actually, oddly, I quite like being at my comfort zone. You know, life gets really, if you just keep doing what you know and the stuff that you're really comfortable with, you know, you, you stop living kind of. And I really liked that fear. I know it's weird, but I did. As terrified as I've ever been, but as joyful. You know, I couldn't, I was doing, I don't know how many hours you were doing, but I was doing 10 to 12 hours a day. And I couldn't sleep. I was so excited. I just wanted to get up and I just wanted to do more training, you know. Um, and I'm quite, I went out in week five and I'm, I'm kind of glad I did. Because mm. I, it's, it can start, I think, to become really important, you know. And, and I just had a, 
fabulous time for five weeks and yeah. then I went out and then I, and now I've got these you know wonderful memories of it yeah yeah but so what do you do it because um you were already very well known on Dragon Slam by then but did you what why did you do it because it was an amazing opportunity well, it's, so they asked me and um, I, first of all, said I'm not sure about this because um, exactly what you've just said, why? You know, why would I do it? And uh, so I sat and had the, you know, had the coffee and talked about it and they, I said, I'm not sure. And they said, well, think about it. And I came away and I talked it over with my sister. My sister's my best friend, my old sister, my best friend. And she said, look, Deborah, it's really simple. Do you want to? I said, well, of course I want to. It's strictly, you know, I mean, I get to learn to dance with the most amazing people and wear amazing clothes and, and you know, makeup and, and whatever. Amazing. Um, and uh, she said, well, do you know, sometimes in life, that's all it has to be. You don't have to have a reason. Just you want to. I thought, okay, you're so right. Why am I looking for, what's my reason for doing strictly? I want to do it. Yeah, it's not. And any- I, I, oddly, and this yeah. is really weird, but I don't, I'm quite um protective of my privacy and that, that sounds odd mm-hmm. I, I think you are as you know I, I don't know some people embrace it I'm a bit no no one I'm on telly I'm on telly but when I'm at home I'm, I'm at home so um, empathize yeah and that was a worry for me I thought strictly is actually going to put me in a different place now mm-hmm. um but actually it was a lovely place so you know I, I didn't have to worry mm. that was yeah, a long answer <laughs> yeah that was but I think that's very true, what you say about the whole kind of celebrity oh, thing. I've never considered myself in in that way, and which I think you haven't either because yeah, right. almost yeah. you, you have your business. But it's also, you can, you know, you can be on Strictly. You can be the most famous person in the world and still not get noticed. It's just how you present yourself. You know, yes. if you present yourself and you've got that look at me vibe, then people are going to do it. And if you dress like shit, which I do most of the time, people might look and go, is it? And they go, can't possibly be. Do you have um, anything which is like your sort of birthday parade suit? Is there is there a dress or a suit or something that will always make you feel a million dollars? Please don't say no. <laughs> I know. I'm going to, aren't I? You can see that look on your face, couldn't you? I've got a what I I've got a lovely Jacques Azaguri knee-length dress that I've had for about 12 years. And what it is, is it's my dress that I know if I haven't got time, if I'm going to an evening event and I haven't got time or I haven't or I can't find the right dress, I know it's a dress that I can bring out and still feel good in 10 years later. So that to me, that's worth. That is worth a million dollars because I, you know, I don't have to worry. I know I can wear my jacket as a girl. Yeah. Do you spend a lot of money on clothes? Um, no. So in fact, this year I've decided not to buy any clothes at all. Okay. Well done. I did that last year and I did actually succeed. I did. I did succeed. And, and it's funny how um, it's, it's like anything. It's like breaking a habit. Yeah. I'm actually enjoying it you know you go back through your wardrobe and actually I tell you something it has done for me it's made me watch my weight really okay that's good because there's some clothes in my wardrobe you know over over, as as I've got older you know it's a pound a year and just yeah but I've still got lovely clothes the the Azaguri dress it's from 10 years ago now I've got to when I if I think I'm going to wear that I've got to keep myself within a weight band so it's actually 
it's been great. And yeah, your dress keeps you in check. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Deborah. Well, um, I'm so chuffed to speak to you. Thank you. And Thank you. I have to say, I've enjoyed this has been this has been the most fun I've had all week. <laughs> I really wish you lots of luck with um Hope and Ivy. Hope and Ivy. Hope and Ivy. I'm going to check it out. And you've been amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time, Deborah. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. Love you to talk to you, Suzanne. All right, my darling. I send you a big fat kiss. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.